Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Dear gas prices, go take a hike. Toyota is the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years. The Toyota hybrid lineup brings efficiency with power and savings with style. Not to mention top tech to help keep you connected. Plush premium interiors and the most advanced Toyota safety features. So, now you know who you're talking to. Toyota, the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years. With a hybrid or electric vehicle built for every driver. Seriously, dear gas prices, do you really think you can stand in our way? Think again. Toyota Hybrids. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturer estimates, CY 2000 through 2021 sales. We're here on Wednesday. I'd like to say joining me now, uh, all the way. The United States is Chris Mason. Chris, thanks very much for, for getting up and speaking to us. I'll break the fourth wall a bit here, recording this on, on Tuesday night. But uh, you, you get uh, the UK time, but you've got up, you've got up at 8.30 there, is it, to, to have a chat with us? 8.30, yeah. Uh, uh, just been a stretch from my uh, regular routine of uh, 10. But no, it's uh, yeah, it's good to be joining you. You've been getting up at 10 o'clock? Yeah, well, you know, I live an artist's life, you know what I mean? I get up at 10. <laughs> Work out, do your kind of thing during the day, be as creative as possible, and still go to bed early. I've got a pregnant wife, you know, I mean, she's asleep most of the time, so that's, uh, that's what's going on. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say first up. I mean, everyone saw recently uh, you guys expecting a baby. Congratulations. Uh, I love the little video you did, you know, very artistic, you know, wouldn't expect yeah. anything less from you guys, to be fair, given your backgrounds and careers. It took a while to get that one right. Uh, we, did a lot of, <laughs> we did a lot of takes that we weren't happy with and uh, couldn't quite figure it out, but we got there eventually. How, how many takes was it, do you reckon, roughly? Oh, I mean, we started with one idea and then it kind of just grew and changed and kept changing. Probably two hours worth of messing about and then finally we do that and we're like, oh, that works. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but uh, some people might not know you're based obviously in in LA on on, on the, uh, the the west coast. Um, you guys were speaking before we started recording that you're in sort of a, a bit of a state of lockdown. Um, but I imagine given your, your news and, and what's coming, it, it must have been quite nice for you just to sort of spend time together. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I was away. I was actually in New York about a month ago, um, doing a shooting a, a pilot for ABC, and we don't need kind of started like one week of the production and I shot one day's worth of stuff and was kind of in a hotel and there was a couple of days where it, when New York changed like there was a definite shift in New York weirdly enough it was after Everton got beat 4-0 by Chelsea and I watched that in the <laughs> terminal terminal and it was like <laughs> two days later all of a sudden like people were queuing up outside stores everyone was a bit antsy with each other on the streets and it wasn't a nice place to be and it just didn't feel it was kind of the anxiety kind of grew there and you could feel it in the air and luckily they stopped production and they were like we're going to pause production for now and send you guys home and you know you, you we'll be back in a few weeks and you know cut to five weeks later or whatever and we're, we're all still locked down but I mean yeah this is time I wasn't supposed to be spending with Spencer so like it's been really nice we've been doing the nursery hours and you know I've been building stuff painting stuff DIY and I can't complain. It's been great. Yeah, it's yeah been great. just just on that, you know, you said you were sort of shooting something over in, in New York, and you sort of stopped it halfway through. I mean, that that must be quite a challenge for you as an actor, sort of, because I, I imagine you get yourself in that that zone, and you're thinking you're going to get this boxed off over the course of you know a certain amount of weeks. I mean, will that be hard for you going back to that when it does start again to get yourself back in that mindset? I mean. If we get the chance to go back to it, yeah. I'll be very happy because a lot of actors are out of work right now. So, you know, if if at the end of this they still pick it up and we go and shoot the rest of the pilot and hopefully the show gets picked up, then I'll I'll you know I'll be blessed compared to a lot of other actors who've lost their jobs outright and just haven't been able to work because there's no work going. Um, so like hopefully that you know if we do pick it up that would be amazing. Um, the only thing that was hard is like I was in really good shape. I had a couple of shirtless scenes in it, so I was like about to hit my kind of. Yeah. I was three days out of a shirtless scene, so I was, <laughs> everything was concentrated. I was about to start a totally different workout and really do all that stuff, and um, that's always a tough challenge for any job. But I was just there, and then they were like, "Oh, okay, go home," and it was like, "Oh, home, oh," and we had guests for the first couple of weeks of uh, quarantine, so you know. And a few beers and a few drinks and then you know like it was on for five weeks and you go oh i've got to start thinking about my job and getting back into shape but um it's you know it's it's not nothing too much to complain about i'm sure you won't rock up rock up with a dad bother or anything like that mate i'm sure you i'm sure you'll be fine in that regard well, you know that's why i might get just get that as soon as the baby comes and be like an <laughs> but it is you know obviously you've got to be dead disciplined for that has that, has that been harder for you while you you know, you're sort of locked down a little bit i mean yeah uh, but you know, I, I kind of go, I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm not a natural athlete, I don't think, you know what I mean? So, like, I I go with the extremes of, like, if I'm training to be shirtless, I'll, like, be very disciplined for this time coming up to it, and it's the motivation that helps, you know what I mean? I've been keeping myself ticking over with workouts and stuff, but, like, you know, even if I get into my best shape, it's still not, like... You know, it's not like Chris Hemsworth or someone, you know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> it's just someone that you go, oh, he's in decent shape, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm going to be ripped to death, you know what I mean? I'm too pale. People can't even see the, the shadows on my body. And <laughs> light reflects off me, so I, I don't get any tone or definition from that. So, But, like, it's a good, it's also just a good, like, you know, it's a it's a strange job as an actor. Some, you know, some days you feel like you can't do anything. 
to further yourself because you're not performing days like this, you know, you're not doing a scene or whatever. So I always think of working out as part of my job, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Keeping myself physically fit to be able to do whatever character, whether that's just stretching and being able to, you know, do things. I mean, I'm the least flexible man in the world, but like trying think, to make that better, you know what I mean? So, you know, I'll make that rally for that title 100%. and get nowhere near <laughs> touching me toes. I've been doing exercise videos in the house for a while during this lockdown. I'm still still struggling uh, but it's just just on that you're saying you know you've had to, to get yourself into shape for a few parts and you're doing some you've done some shit stuff in the past have you ever had to go the other way where you've had to like really lose weight and, and get dead skinny you know not not to the extent of someone like you know Joaquin Phoenix and Joker recently but did you I think my first ever like job like that I played a cancer patient in a in a pilot for a BBC sitcom it was actually it doesn't sound funny because the cancer patient but it was actually really funny it was called Eggbox and I had like the full shaven head and everything and I, that was the first time I ever like thought oh, I've got to be skinny because this guy's going through chemo and like he's in a really bad stage and I'd never worked out really properly in my life or done a diet or anything and I dropped like a stone pretty quickly you know what I mean and and it looked if effective enough because I was kind of just a normal looking kid at the time but that was years ago and then um when I was shooting in Brazil I shot a show in Brazil about uh Teddy Roosevelt going down the Amazon and you know exploring the Amazon and I was lucky enough to be out there for like three months mm. but filming in the Amazon every day was like you know the heat is un- unbelievable and you know I was eating three meals a day and snacking in between and taking these uh, ketone drinks and stuff but the weight was dropping off me you know I mean I, I got down to like I don't know it was like like 159 which for me was it's really small, you know, man. And I, I recently seen it, and you can see how gaunt I look and how small. <laughs> but it's realistic because you know that's what would have happened to them. They all had malaria out there, and they all had kind of things. So that was probably the the only time I've actually got skinny, skinny for a role. You know? Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting, man. I think as well, what what this is sort of doing is making working out from from home a lot more you know, acceptable and reputable, you know, like I've, we've, we've done a few videos, maybe misses, like she's got this because she works at the NHS. She's got access to this like exclusive sort of health program that they can all get. And at first, whenever we started doing the videos, like in our, in our living room, I'd always shut, like put the blinds down. I was like, I don't want people to see me, you know, jumping yeah. up and down in my living room and that sort of stuff. But, but now it feels like everyone's, everyone's doing it. Like all people who live upstairs from us, you know, you can hear them, you know, all the time, footsteps on the floor, getting involved in that sort of stuff. So yeah, hopefully, you know, that can be a positive coming out of this, that people are just, just happy to work out at home a little bit more. Yeah. And it's a different way. I mean, it's a challenge. I actually made a, um, we inherited when we moved in a bunch of pink cans so like there was a few big ones and I filled them with water and I got different weights and stuff and I was like okay I can use this and I got the broom handle which was like just an aluminium broom handle and I was like I'll make like a little squat rack and it was all gone fine until the broom handle just went snap around my neck and I was like oh. it was never strong enough and I was like that's why people don't do this <laughs> so uh but i've you know it's it's being creative with your workouts as well i mean it's, it's my my wife's got a spin bike we've got it lucky to have a spin bike and i hate spin i'd never use it but this quarantine's made me go okay well you probably should use that because there's nothing else to do you know I mean it's here use it it's good exercise so yeah, sort of, uh, on the spinning as well so I looked at the pictures of, of Carver-Lewin on his spin bike yesterday and thought never ever going to look that good on one of them unfortunately I know he's, it, it, I, I was I was kind of I, I remember seeing it like late last night and I was like do you think he like oils himself up before he does <laughs> just to be like 
I mean, he hasn't even started sweating yet. He's just like, oh, I'll just oil myself up and just do a few, you know, a few spins or whatever. I mean, I would if I looked like him. You know? Yeah, fair dude. Yeah, it looks it looks like a like a proper action man, like the, the texture and everything of it. But but fair dude, it's it's demoralising when you see stuff like that. I just I was sort of looking at your, your Twitter feed there before we started going as well. I just wanted to bring a couple of things up. Um, one post you had about tea. You get loads of you've got loads of tea sent over. It's National Tea Day today, so forth. Is asking it? about that, yeah. You you're still still good supply. I mean, of all the things you miss about home, apart from the toffees, obviously, is is that yeah. is that the big one? Tea, tea's actually done well. It travels well. Um, you know, I, I mean, if I'm being fussy, like the water in Liverpool is perfect for a cup of tea. I think you know, exactly. <laughs> you still live in London, and the water's really hard. Yeah. So it's not the same. Over here, it's not too bad. We use like a filtered water, so like it's not, you know, it's it's not too bad, and it makes a good cup of tea. But I've been having two a day. Um, I'm actually having a coffee now um, because it's so early. But yeah, tea, tea's done well. I was lucky. My mum and dad came in October and bought like 460. You know, I said, bring us a few tea bags over, and they bring like 460 tea bags, and you're like, oh, that'll do. You know what I mean, that's fine. That's so, parents, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't complain. So we've we've got a few left. We should last for a you know a while. Um, yeah, so tea and and then it's like chocolates and stuff. But luckily, there's like a good, because so, I've got a sweet tooth. But there's a good supply of the UK chocolates over here, and the store right by my house actually sells like flakes and galaxies and twirls oh, and stuff. Nice. And so if I'm ever craving it, I can just walk down there, and the prices aren't too bad compared to most places. So I bought a packet of digestives the other day, and I haven't had digestives in a while. You know, man? Just like plain digestives. Yeah. Look, did you miss? You know, man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's 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 good. I've got a supply. Yeah, whenever whenever he misses, been over to America, she always comes back with loads of their chocolates. I think she's the equivalent. Is it like um, Snickers M and M's you do over there? Snickers M and M's, yeah, they they're they're not going to bother. That's with them. Or peanut butter M and M's. I think it might be. Sorry, peanut, peanut butter M and M's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, my wife likes them. I don't like. Them. I'm not. I'm peanut butter. Man. I'm not a big. Yeah, I'm the same. Very American, very American taster. <laughs> Uh, and the other thing I saw you post, um, you know, essentially looking forward there, you said you'd like to do a podcast where you interview inanimate objects around your house. I mean, that, that is something we could definitely put out on the Blue Room if, if, if you... <laughs> I, I, I go I go through phases where, you know, I've got, I've got stuff I should be getting on with in my head, you know what I mean? I try and, I try and write and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I've been, I've just set up a soundproof, soundproof studio in my closet yesterday with like, you know, uh, sleeping bags and stuff nailed to the wall um but so trying to keep myself going with stuff and even last night i was keeping myself up thinking well if i do a podcast and i do um you ever read haunted liverpool yeah, yeah. by tom slemon yeah like, what if I do, like, we read the passage out and then i interview someone and i you know got carried away end up being up like an hour just in my head like thinking about this and then you wake up the next morning you're like oh yeah and I think that was like just a bit of frustration last week of like looking around the house going, like, wonder what they're all thinking. You know I mean, wonder what all these objects <laughs> I was just sitting in the house doing nothing. You know I mean? yeah. But there's probably a you know a few beers in when I tweeted that. So, <laughs> oh, brilliant man, yeah. Sure, the dartboard, and that's got a few stories to tell, you know. Yeah, I've been getting some practice in. Um, <laughs> I need yeah. to, uh, just, just quickly, then you said you're doing some writing as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's something I've always wanted to get into, like properly. And there's a few ways to do it. And as an actor, it's a, it's a it's a transition that can be easily made if you make the right steps. You know. Yeah. I would never claim to be a writer. Like I, I 
don't think I'd ever be good enough to sit in a writer's room and, and do that. I'd love to one day even just to shadow someone, you know, on like a show. But, you know, I've written a few feature scripts and, you know, you, you get to the end and you go, the end, and you sit back and you go, oh, I've done it, I've written this script. And then you read like the first few pages and you go, this is awful. But like, I'm still learning. So I've, I'm, I've got to like churn stuff out and I'm trying to figure out that. But I've also worked with a few people on pitching like, uh, show bibles so you you make like a 10 page document about what a show could be about and you pitch that and you know i've been trying to do a few things like that and work with different people and it's just good it just keeps you going and you know hopefully one day i'll direct something of my own i was planning on doing that in april but that's obviously gone by the wayside for now which yeah. is fine um, but, that, that soon yeah you were hoping to do something that's yeah i got a couple when of you were thinking, I thought, like maybe you were thinking like a bit more long term but that's quality well, directing, so, you know, it's a, sh- it's a short film and it's it's either going to look really good and people will be like, oh, wow, Chris can direct or it's going to look like a student film that's not very good. And I'll go, oh, I need to work on that and I will never release it to the public, you know what I mean? So uh, it was a kind of win-win situation for me if I go yeah. into it. That's something I definitely want to do, hopefully by the end of this year, depending on situations, obviously. Um, but it's just another another thing, you know, it's a, another thing that a part of the creative kind of process. Oh, classmate, yeah, really good. Um, let's have a chat about the new kit you've got on then. Um, we, we were saying again before we record that uh, obviously these are going out as audio as well. So people who, like yourself, who've been listening to the podcast haven't always been aware of what shirt you've been talking about. So yours is probably, I don't know what, do you know what year exactly it's from? Oh, was it like 2000? I'm thinking 2011-12 maybe. 11-12. But it's Billy effectively Le- the... That's what I think of when I see it, Billy Elettonoff scoring that's yeah. when you met. Yeah, so it's effectively the for people who aren't watching this, it's effectively the one with the, the triangle, the white tri- upside down triangle on the front is Lecoq Sportive. Mm. It sort of looks a bit like a bra, doesn't it? The top of it. It's not, you know what? It's not my favourite kit. Like it's not. I, no. I had like I went through my closet yesterday and put everything together and looked at all my tops. I'm surprised how many I've got over here, but I know my dad's just found more in the loft in, in Liverpool. I'm gonna keep hold of them because I'm gonna do something with them one day. I'm sure yeah. daughter's gonna be wearing them or something. I don't know. Um, but this one is signed, you probably won't be able to see it, signed just here by yeah. uh, Roberto Martinez. Wow. Nonetheless, uh, the story that goes with it is uh, I was living in London. I just shot a movie and it was like my first ever movie. I had a bit of money for the first time and it was kind of, you know, an exciting time to be 21 or 22 or whatever it was. Um, my best mate phoned me from Liverpool and we go to we used to go to a lot of the away games together and stuff. And um, he phoned me and he was like, do you want to go to Miami to watch Everton in pre-season when we were in the ICC? Wow. And I was like, yeah. Obviously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, Dad, it's going to cost me this much. Can I go? And he was like, do you want to go? I was like, yeah. And he was like, go on then. I was like, okay. So we you know, spent a bit too much money going to Miami. But we had six days there, which was great. And uh, went to the stadium to watch Everton versus Valencia. Now in that tournament, we'd done all right. We played Real Madrid and Juventus already. Yeah. And I went to the game against Valencia, which was the worst one of them all. <laughs> and Achibi missed an absolute sitter. But we were in the stadium. There was barely anyone in there. You know what I mean? No one turned up for the Everton game. We're like the only two Evertonians in in our end. There was yeah. others dotted about. And it was awful. It was just an awful performance. You know I mean, it wasn't wasn't fun to watch, really. You know I mean, it was like, oh, okay. And then we went the next day for the Chelsea Real Madrid. And it was packed. Like, packed yeah. out. Really. Makes sense. But we went to a fan event in Miami, in South Beach, and they put it on, and it was like, oh, in this bar, we're going to do, um, 
like Graham Sh- uh, Sharp will be the Graham Sooners. Uh, Graham <laughs> Sharp will be the uh, Marouan Fellini and Roberto Martinez. And it was, Bobby was new, you know what I mean? So it was like, oh, Roberto Martinez gets to go and meet him. So we turn up and there's there's a few blues. There's probably like I don't know, like 70, 80 blues there, you know what I mean? Turn up to this club, we're all waiting outside. And we get in there and it's like, it was a sex club. Everton had hired out this sex club. It was so weird. There was like human cages hanging off the wall and everything. And I'm going, what is this place? We get a free bottle of Chang each, you know. Oh, yeah, my God. And uh, we're all standing around kind of going, and Darren Griffiths was there. You know, and he's doing his bit and he was like, introducing, he was like, all right, well, uh, we, you know, we're all here in this in this place and he was kind of awkward about it and you know there was a few questions and answers with Fellaini and Martinez and then he could go and get things signed and just sign pictures Fellaini was fuming didn't want to be there I suppose he, he went didn't he in a few weeks yeah three days later he'd yeah. gone I mean, so it was like oh go figure you know Roberto's charming and all that and blah 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 so happy and it's like oh wow this guy's great you know what I mean he's going to be the best manager ever little did we know um, and yeah, but it was, it was, I mean, we went to the bathroom and, like, the bathroom, the cubicles were massive, right? Oh, a wow. And the, the the handles on the doors were um, marital aids. Like, <laughs> uh, so it was, it was just so surreal being there with, like, a bunch of scousers as well, like, some of the Everton fans that went to, like, you'll know them, you mean, the hardcore lads who go yeah. everywhere. They've always got the same flag and, they, you know, you know. Did they look out of place in a sex club, you know what I mean, in the middle of Miami, put it that way. But it was one of the most surreal experiences. So, like, as much as I don't really love this kit, that memory is great. And I've tried to wash the Roberto Martinez out of it, but it, it won't go. It's just stuck there now. That is ridiculous. Do you reckon it was one of them where the club just sort of looked for somewhere nearby and thought, right, we'll just book that? I just, I think it was probably just a pricing thing. You know what I mean, it was probably like, well, what can we, you know, what can we afford? And that place was like, well, we don't open until probably I don't know midnight or whatever, so you can have it at six. And it was just, it was like bleach. You know, the smell of bleach when you go in somewhere. And it yeah, was like, yeah. Why does it smell so much of bleach? And then you look around, you're like, oh yeah, I get it. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh but, man, that's, that's ridiculous. I bet you Fellaini was thinking, what on earth is going on here? I should be at Man United now, and I'm at, I'm at, I'm at a sex club in Miami with Bobby Martinez. It wasn't long. And I remember, you know, even like we got back from, I think he'd gone already and we got back and it was like, I'd signed pictures by him and stuff and you just lashed them in the bin, you know what I mean? You're like, well, I don't want that now. You know what I mean? He's gone. It's tra. So, yeah, it was mad. And we actually, we bumped into some of the Valencia team out in in Miami and we were like, oh, we've seen who did this. My mate's better than me at picking out players, you know what I mean? It was like Danny Perejo and uh, uh Matthew, the, play, the fellow who's in our Barcelona or whatever. Uh, and then he goes, he goes taps one, one on the shoulder, can we get a photo? And we got a photo with this player. And we're like, oh, yeah. Two days later, that player goes on to sign for Liverpool. It was uh, Sissoko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the left back, yeah. yeah. Photo we got with a player while we were there. And apart from Fellaini and Graham Sharp, but like, <laughs> got this photo with him, like, hey, we met him in the street. And he went and signed for Liverpool two days later. So it was like a cursed little trip that we had in Miami. For, uh, so, so, by the t- by, so when you probably finished that day, you probably thought, I've got an Everton player signature, a Valencia player signature. But by the time you got back, you had a United player signature and a Liverpool player signature. They both went in the bin, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Was Martin, Martin a nice fellow, though, yeah? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's the same thing everyone says, do you know what I mean? 
for me, he's like he holds a lot of secrets behind that, you know, that false charisma. I mean, and there's a lot of flaws to him. But like, if you know how to talk to people, I mean, people have proven it. Politicians and all that. He's like a politician I mean, in the way he talks. So. Yeah, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's interesting to see. Uh, <laughs> interesting to see him recently talking about all that. But uh, been a pleasure speaking to you, mate. Really enjoyed that. Um, just before you get off, um, I seen before I was on your Twitter as well that uh, Dirty John is out for people in the states. Uh, where can they watch that? And when can they watch it? So it's coming out June second um, on USA Network over here. I have no idea when it's going to come out in the UK. I think it's a show that. Netflix have already probably got it lined up because I know they've got the first season. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe it'll be like a couple of months and then Netflix will pick it up and then it should be out there. Hopefully, the sooner the better because it's... Uh, I don't know if you've seen the first season, but the first season's good and it's a totally different story. And then this season, uh, from what they were saying on set anyway, they think it's going to be a little bit better. And, like, you know, Christian Slater is in it. You know I mean, I get to play yeah. a young version of him. So, like, it's we play the same character which is kind of cool and um the script was amazing so like yeah i'm really excited for that one to come out actually class mate yeah really enjoyed it uh, stay safe anyway best of luck with everything going forward uh, to, to you and spencer as well and uh hopefully we'll catch you up catch up again soon nice one for that see you later Matt. see you later mate at firehouse subs a portion of every purchase helps provide life-saving equipment to first responders we make our subs differently because our subs make a difference. Like our Italian sub, piled high with Genoa salami, pepperoni, and Virginia honey ham. Or our firehouse meatball sub with zesty marinara, both with melted provolone and Italian seasoning. Your choice, just $6.99 each for a medium and only for a limited time at Firehouse Subs. Tap the banner now to start your order. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.